Welcome to this episode of Come Follow Me, a Disciple's Journey. This episode will just cover section one of the Doctrine and Covenants. Welcome to the new year. Uh, if you haven't already listened to the overview uh, episode this week, I recommend you do that. Some high-level just insights about Doctrine and Covenants in general. To begin this discussion of uh, section one, I uh, wanted to start with some historical context around this. So, um, just so you are aware, I'll try to th- repeat these occasionally throughout the year. Some of the things I pull from um, in terms of my uh, resources that I'm studying. So if you want to go and find some of these things. So saints is going to be something that I pull from. There's revelations in context, which is in just the Gospel Library app. There's the obviously, obviously, the Come Follow Me manual. Uh, manuals. I'll, uh, actually, I study multiple, typically the Sunday school, the uh, individual and family versions, uh, and then also uh, the Institute Manual for uh, Church History and Doctrine and Covenants, Scripture Plus, um, which is from the Book of Mormon Central Folk, and they have a Doctrine and Covenants uh, in- information as well. So those are those are some of the resources I pull from. Um, so just some for you to know that. Like I said, I'll try to repeat those throughout the year occasionally uh, for those of you who are curious and, and want to know. Uh, historical context of Section 1. It's given eight years after Section 2 in 1831. And it was uh, given to Joseph Smith in Hiram, Ohio. And according to William E. McClellan, who was at this conference, there was a committee of uh, Sidney Rigdon, Oliver Cowdery, Cowdery, and himself, McClellan, that had been asked to write a preface for the Book of Commandments, which is what the Doctrine and Covenants was originally published uh, under that name. So they've been they've been tasked, right? So they've been said. The, Joseph has said, "You guys are a committee." Come, go write a, a preface to the Doctrine and Covenants, the, the Book of Commandments, and, and as to what it is and what we're trying to accomplish, what's contained in it. And they bring it back to this conference, the conference, the people there, so it's going to be, you know, the, the Quorum of Twelve and Joseph. They reject it. And according to McClellan, they picked it to pieces, so it wasn't uh, friendly really at all. So then they said, all right, Joseph, why don't you go ask the Lord to know what we should write or to ask him to give us a preface? So then Joseph pr- begins to pray and starts to deliver this revelation as it's coming to him. Uh, he would d- dictate a few sentences at a time. Sidney Rigdon would write it down and then would read them back to Joseph. If there was corrections that needed to be made, Joseph would correct him. Otherwise, he would then proceed uh, a few sentences at a time. So direct revelation from the Lord to his prophet Joseph Smith as a preface preface to the Book of Commandments, which is now is called the Doctrine and Covenants. What is the Doctrine and Covenants? Why was it given to us? And what does it serve to do? So it's uh, I love one of the things I love about the Doctrine and Covenants and what we have in the, um, is not only do we have the, the section headings, but then we have the uh, breakdown of each verse, you know, well, sections of verses. I'm like, here's like a general theme of what's happening. And so with it in mind that the Lord is, this is the Lord's preface of what the Doctrine and Covenants is. 
he starts that the voice of warning is to all people. And so the Doctrine and Covenants, first of all, uh, among, I guess you shouldn't say first of all, but among many things, but one of the things the Lord points out and points out first is that it is uh, a voice of warning to all people. He talks about what's going to precede the second coming and then uh, testifies basically of Joseph Smith's calling, testifies of the Book of Mormon, and invites the whole world to listen and hear his voice. Uh, The Doctrine and Covenants is a problem solver. It is uh, each section revolves around a a problem basically that was needed to be answered the Lord is petitioned. The Lord tells his people the answer. It's recorded not only for them, but for us, right? It's for us to know and use to understand the mind, the will, and the order of the kingdom of God and uh, and of God himself. Uh, verse 2 says, For verily the voice of the Lord is unto all men, and there is none to escape Uh, And there is no eye that shall not see, neither ear that shall not hear, neither heart that shall not be penetrated. And the rebellious shall be pierced with much sorrow, for their iniquities shall be spoken upon the housetops, and their secret acts shall be revealed. Hear him. is When I studied that, and I keep hearing that phrase or seeing that phrase, since President Nelson, early in 2020, uh, invited us to hear him, hear the word of the Lord. And this section ends with the Lord telling us that what I, the Lord, have spoken, I have spoken, and I excuse not myself. And though the heavens and the earth shall pass away, my word shall not pass away, but shall all be fulfilled, whether by mine own voice or by the voice of my servants, it is the same. For behold and lo, the Lord is God, and the Spirit beareth record, and the record is true, and the truth abideth forever and ever. Amen. The voice of the Lord comes from him, from the scriptures, from the Doctrine and Covenants, from the Book of Mormon, from Joseph Smith, from the modern prophet. And that's one of the things that I got as I studied through the chapters this week was the Lord testifying of ways in which he revealed his voice unto us. His This preface is him saying, the Doctrine and Covenants is my voice, hear it. In this preface, he says, Joseph Smith is my servant, hear him. In our day, you might say, President Nelson is my servant, hear him. He testifies of the truthfulness of the Book of Mormon and that it is his word. Hear him. Um, and after I received the record of the Nephites, yea, even my servant Joseph Smith Jr. might have power to translate through the mercy of God by the power of God, the Book of Mormon. It's what it, it, he te- says, Joseph was my servant, is my servant, testify, and translated the, the Book of Mormon by my power. This brings me back to my emphasis that I've invited over and over, but read the Book of Mormon every day. Every day, every day. In the preface of the Doctrine and Covenants, we're studying the Doctrine and Covenants this year. In the beginning of it, from the Lord, he said, here, use this as the preface. Put this at the beginning. He testifies of the Book of Mormon. In uh, Saturday session 2017, President Monson said, if you are not reading the Book of Mormon each day, please do so. At the end of his talk, he said, prayerfully study and ponder the Book of Mormon each day. Praying, reading, and studying and pondering. Uh, sorry, I, that's so he, he, his quote ends and says, prayerfully study and ponder the Book of Mormon each day. 
And then now, end quote, uh, but by praying, reading, studying, and pondering, each one can be seen as an essential ingredient uh, needed to truly feast upon the words of Christ. So every day, pray, read, study, ponder the Book of Mormon. Pray, read, study, ponder the Doctrine and Covenants. Because the, the point is to hear the word of the Lord, hear him. And through the Book of Mormon, through President Nelson and the Quorum of the Twelve and the First Presidency, whether it's by their voice or directly from the Lord himself to us, it is the same. And we need to strive and seek diligently every day to hear him. And in section one, he gives a, a warning. He says, And the arm of the Lord shall be revealed, and the day cometh that they who will not hear the voice of the Lord, neither the voice of his servants, neither give heed to the words of the prophets and apostles, shall be cut off from among the people. They seek not to the Lord to establish his righteousness, but every man walketh in his own way, and after the image of his own God, whose image is in the likeness of the world, and whose substance is that of an idol, which waxeth old and shall be perish in Babylon, even Babylon the great, which shall fall. There's safety in obedience. There's safety in hearing the word of the Lord and hearkening, obeying the word of the Lord. Again, this is a preface to the Doctrine and Covenants. The Doctrine and Covenants is the word of the Lord. And then the Lord says, here's my preface to say, hear me, obey me. Don't just, don't just hear me, but hearken and obey because that will separate you from Babylon. Babylon and Zion can't live together. They must they have to be separate. Be part of Zion and by being part of Zion to be part of Zion you must hear my words. A few more uh, points from the section verse 17 says wherefore I the Lord knowing the calamity which should come upon the inhabitants of the earth, called upon my servant Joseph Smith Jr. and spake unto him from heaven and gave him commandments. Why did he call Joseph? Why did why do we have the restoration? Why do we have the ongoing restoration? Why do we have prophets in our day? Because the Lord knows the calamity that's coming. The Lord knows uh, the beginning from the end. He knows the dangers of the of the last days. And so he's given us the restoration. He's given us prophets that he can speak to, to guide us, to keep us safe. He says, the weak things of the world shall come forth and break down the mighty and strong ones that man should not counsel his fellow man, neither trust in the arm of flesh. And I think of, look at all the academia and quote unquote smart people around the world today about any number of topics, about uh, racial diversity and relations, about COVID-19, about um intersectionality, just all these just things that are like, if we do things this way, it'll solve problems and it'll make people equal. And even what what the Lord's program was is to call a 14-year-old boy, to appear to a 14-year-old boy, to uh, call a night uh, call 19-year-old and 20-year-old young men and young women to go across the world and share the gospel, to have a um, 25-year-old Joseph Smith restore uh, his kingdom on earth. He chooses the weak things of the world to break down the mighty and strong ones. Uh, that the, that faith also might increase in the earth. 
and that mine everlasting covenant might be established. He chooses the weak things to become strong so that we can know that they came from the Lord and not from the abilities of these this 19-year-old kid or from this 20-year-old young woman or from Joseph Smith, but that they were called of God and given power from God. Uh, in verse 24 it says, Behold, I am God and have spoken it. These commandments are of me and were given unto my servants in their weakness after the manner of their language that they might come to an understanding. Here he testifies of the doctrine and covenants, what it is. It's answers to questions. And he spoke them to their, to his servants in their own language, in our language, so that we can understand them. And that's how he'll, that, that's one of the great things about the way that he speaks. And as we seek to listen for his words and to hear him, he will speak to us in a way that um, may not be easy to comprehend, may not be easy to quote-unquote swallow, or may not be what we're wanting to hear, but we will be able to understand it because that is the way that he works. And inasmuch as they sought wisdom, that they might be instructed, uh, and inasmuch as they sinned, they might be chastened, that they might repent. Uh, this he, this is a continuation. Uh, after, and actually I'm going to read the verse before that as well. So, Verse 24 said that it was given in, in their language. And then verse 25 says, And inasmuch as they erred, it might be made known. And inasmuch as they sought wisdom, they might be instructed. And inasmuch as they sinned, they might be chastened, that they might repent. And it caused me to reflect upon my prayers. And, um, you know, I can always do better. And I think we can all always do better. And uh, my, I, I asked myself, am, am I having the kind of communion, the kind of pray, praying, the kind of revelation from the Lord that I'm open and listening to hear him when he says, you've erred. Let me show you how. You need wisdom. Let me instruct you. You've sinned. Let me chasten you and correct you and redeem you and purify you. So that, and uh, as you repent of the sin, right? But to know that this is the way that the Lord operates is, is if we give him a chance, he will speak those types of specific things to us for, for us. Um, and, and that's kind of my closing thought about the Doctrine and Covenants is that it's, it's this book of revelations given to people just trying to do their best at leading and guiding the church. And I think we can all relate to that. We're all just doing our best to be disciples. We're all just doing our best to follow Christ. And as we study the Doctrine and Covenants this year, Look for the way, look for patterns in the way that the Lord responds. Look for patterns in the way that he reveals things. And then look for those patterns in your life. Because he will speak to you in similar ways. He'll speak to you in a way that you can understand and that you will understand in a loving way. But if if you're open to it and if you are truly penitent and humble, there will be times that he points out your errors and your sins. But he'll do it in a loving way in a way that invites you to be better, to become more like Jesus Christ. Uh, and that's the purpose of the book of, of the, excuse me, the book of Mormon, the Doctrine and Covenants is to uh, help us understand patterns, help us understand the way in which he governs his kingdom. Uh, thank you for listening. I look forward to studying this year with you. Uh, best of luck. Please share your thoughts. Come follow me, Disciples Journey, on Facebook. And I look forward to learning and studying with you. And I'll talk to you next week.